is. But Jay says it's a fucking big sea turtle. Oh, look, baby wheel. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Holy shit, we are witnessing a baby fucking wheel right here, dude. Holy shit. That thing is big, Jay. What is that thing? It looks hurt. That thing is fucking big, Jay. It looks hurt. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to I'm Just Saying with Justin Worley. And uh, we're here today. We're doing another show. That's all that I can ask for is to have the ears of you people as a pillar of your community, as the example that you see, which I am. All right, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Anyway, thanks for listening to another episode, episode 11, uh, of I'm Just Saying with Justin Worley. And uh, we're just hanging out here this weekend. There's not a ton of shit going on. Not a ton of stuff going on. Still trying to rework the Saucony thing. Like, that's my big hope. If I get Saucony, they will come. If I get Saucony, they will come. Um, anyway, uh, this last week here, uh, I've just been keeping up with a lot of the MMA stuff going on. Uh, Conor McGregor, Khabib, Nurmer, no, oh god, here we go. Conor McGregor, I got that one down, Conor McGregor. Khabib Nurmagomedov is his name. And ah, I should have freaking downloaded some clips or something like that. But they're fighting for the UFC lightweight title. And they just had a press conference in New York. Uh, New York, by the way, is where Conor McGregor tried to attack Khabib when Khabib was fighting uh, within the last year. He, he was on the bus going back to the hotel. And Conor comes up who's not on the card, by the way, with a, um, like a UPS dolly, like, you know, a big, like, hand truck kind of dolly that people carry a ton of packages on. Explain the dolly more. Maybe people will get it. Um, and uh, he takes this and throws it into the bus window, shattering glass into other fighters' eyes. People got removed from the card, blah, blah, blah. So they didn't even allow, like, for this press conference, they didn't even allow uh, fans in. It was just, cons- like, strictly media. And McGregor went fucking nuts. I urge you guys to go on YouTube and actually watch it. Because the ESPN broadcast, they, uh, they actually cut out 90% of what was said. Because 90% of what was said was Conor McGregor cursing. But my favorite thing was, You think you're a hard little man with numbers? Like, calling, calling a grown man. All right, 155 pounds. You're probably not really a grown man. But calling a grown man a little man, you think you're a hard little man. Like, that's a shot. That's a shot. Plus, he was he was calling him out, and he was saying stuff about, like, his father, how his father, like, had uh, dealings with known terrorists. And this is insane. By the way, Khabib is a Russian. He's from Dagestan. And... I don't, I'm not smart enough to know what that means. I don't know if that means he knows, uh, I don't know. Does that mean he knows Osama bin Laden because he's from Dagestan, Russia, Afghanistan? I don't know. I don't know where they are on a map. So, I don't know if they had relations. But, Conor McGregor obviously thinks Khabib is a terrorist and, uh, and, and he plans on knocking the shit out of him. 
But uh, that, that fight in general, I, I have to watch that fight. My in-laws will be over next weekend. So I believe we will... Well, I'm definitely watching it. And they will probably uh, stay up and watch that with me. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of backstory to this fight. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to watch this. Either way it goes down, Khabib, Khabib's a guy who, act, when, he was, when he was a kid, wrestled bears. You can actually find this on YouTube. Khabib Namurgamedov. He, uh, there's a video of him as a boy just wrestling bears. Wrestling, like, yeah, the bear was like, you know, chained up a little bit. But you're still, uh, you're a little kid. And you're wrestling a fucking bear. That's going to teach you some strength, I think. I think all American kids should wrestle bears. I believe that. Wholeheartedly, 100%. American kids should wrestle bears. Um, but when you, when you grow up that way, you're just kind of tougher than the average Joe. Like, you're not going to be like, you're not going to walk outside and go, oh, I think I should go back in the house and get a jacket. No, you're going to be like, fuck this, this means nothing. I feel nothing. This is nothing. The fucking... Now nah, I'm all of a sudden John Lennon. This is nothing. The fucking thing is nothing. We've, I've been shot in the head by a fan I just wanted an autograph for. An autograph? Yeah, that's what I signed. Anyway. On to... The upcoming shit going on this weekend. Penn State, by the way, Friday night. I had all intentions of watching the Penn State game this Friday night. I... I had a doctor's appointment because I literally eat and then 30 minutes later, I, uh, well, we all know it, it's not good. The old, the old digestive system saying, Hey, shithead, way to eat like shit and drink like shit for the last 11 years. Now I'm going to kick your ass. Um, so I had a doctor's appointment to discuss that. It went fine. And, uh, so really? So what happened? What did they do? Did they tell you to watch your carbs? Did they say to not eat bread? Maybe you should cut out gluten. Yeah, everybody has all kinds of fucking shit. But uh, that went fine. And then I came home and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make a giant fucking steak and a potato pack. Scallop, scalloped potatoes. Sliced very thin. Like, like paper thin. And then... You put some olive oil on the fucking foil. You make a foil pack of them. And um, you, you drizzle the bottom of the foil with olive oil. Then you put you put salt, pepper, garlic on the bottom. And maybe some red pepper flakes and some chili powder. And then you put the potatoes on there. And then you put olive oil on top. And you do the same thing on top. Salt, pepper, garlic, chili powder, pepper flakes. And then you put that in the oven way before your steak is ready, is ready to be cooked. This steak was like... Well, because let me say four things in different orders. Maybe people will actually understand. Um, you put the you put the the pepper the pepper the potato pack in. Most of this show could be edited out. Thank you, Kelsey. I'm sure I'll hear a comment on this. Um, you put the the uh, potato pack in like 30 minutes before you're ready to cook your steak. 20 minutes, you know, because your steak only takes like 10 minutes to make. Then. You season up the steak. You let it rest. You got to let it rest. People don't let steaks. Steaks should be cooked at room temperature. You let, you set the steak out. You don't, you don't take it right out of the fridge and throw it on the fucking hot pan. You, you, you take it out of the fridge. You, you let it sit. 
you rub it down with olive oil, extra virgin. I don't know what that means. I'd like to have one in the bedroom sometimes. You, 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 you wipe it down with olive oil. Wipe it down. You rub it down with olive oil. You sprinkle some salt, pepper, garlic on there. Some, and then you, you sprinkle over top of that with coarse ground black pepper. Oh, the coarse ground black pepper. That is such a, such a great thing. I'm so glad I discovered that. And by discovered, meaning I walked down the spice aisle a giant and picked it up and said, hey, let's try this. And it is phenomenal. So, and then you, you put it, I don't usually pan fry them. But uh, I didn't feel like going outside and, uh, and starting up the grill and all that shit for one steak. So it's like a two inch thick steak. And I, uh, I, I went and I, and you pan sear it and, and you get the extra virgin olive oil in the pan. And uh, pretty much four and a half to five minutes each side ended up being too much. Burnt the shit out of the outside. The fucking middle was perfect. What you do is while you're cooking it, you, uh, you put some butter in there. Put like a, a knob of butter, like maybe teaspoon and a half, ta- teaspoon, tablespoon and a half of butter in there, and you just baste the steak with the butter until it's until you're you know satisfied with how it is, and then you pull that off. You let it rest again, another rest. Everybody needs rest. People don't understand. Half a training is rest. So you pull that out, and then you have the you have the potato pack, and you're in heaven, and you're sitting there, and you're having a couple drinks because. Penn State's playing. You're ready for the game. I pause there because really there was no reason. But Penn State's playing. You're ready to go. It's a Big Ten opener. Nine o'clock at night. Now, for most people, nine o'clock at night on the Fridays, hey, we're just getting going here. But for this guy who has to get up at 3 a.m. to go to work at 5 or be at work at 5, 9 p.m. is a light. As a light is a late game. It's a late game. I probably passed out, <clears throat> I mean fell asleep, at uh, around 9. And by 9, I mean 8. I fell asleep before the game even came on. I luckily, smartly, intelligently, DVR'd the game. So I, I, I fell asleep. I don't know what time it was, which means I probably had a few too many. And then I, I, I got up, and I looked at my clock, my phone... And I said, and I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, it's only like 11.30. But I had already been sleeping. So I got some sleep in. So I started, I, I thought to myself, all right, well, let's, tu- let's, let's turn on the TV in and see what's going on. So I went, I turned the TV on. The game was still on, I think. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't want to look at the TV because I didn't want to see a score or anything like that. Like I kind of wanted to follow along with the game. And I, uh, I started DVRing it. I started DVR. I started watching the DVR. So I turned on the DVR, started watching the game, fast forwarding through the commercials, which by the way, if I could recommend a way to watch any game, it's to DVR the first 30 minutes. Well, DVR the whole game. And then wait 30 minutes to start watching the game. You know how you can add the extra time on the end of the DVR in case it goes into overtime? So you won't ever miss anything. You can add some time on the end. But start later watching the games because you can go through all the bullshit. I'm probably not going to watch it Sunday morning right now. I'm not going to watch the Eagles game until like 1.30. They come on at 1 o'clock. I don't want to have to deal with the bullshit. Anyway, Penn State looked like shit. 
They looked like garbage. They were getting run all over the field. You know, they couldn't stop Illinois. Well, Illinois didn't really do much, but offensively, Penn State didn't really do much either. And for a top 10 team, this is not looking good. We have Ohio State. And by we, I mean Penn State because I never played on the team, but I'm going to say we anyway. They have Ohio State next week in Penn State, so that should that should help. But you need to you need to like have a fast start against teams like Illinois. It was I don't remember the score at uh, halftime, but it was horrible. Like we weren't we weren't winning, I don't think, or at least not winning by much. But then you know we come out of halftime and blow them out. So. I got to watch that from like 11.30 to 3 a.m. Then I got up and I, and I went to work and came home and started pounding them down like I always do. Playing the good old Madden. The old fiance. She's not old. She's younger than me. Is in Pittsburgh for work. So it's all solo week. It's, uh, it's live like a piece of shit weekend for the old warlord. And uh, I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. There was a UFC this weekend. I didn't watch it. I didn't know any of the main event people. I will look up the results. But it was basically catching up on other podcasts that I listened to. Playing Madden. Eating pizza. You know, being a fat piece of shit. I I gotta get rid of that fat part. I'm fine with being a piece of shit when she's not here. But the fat part's gotta go. I gotta get rid of that. Somehow. Some way. I don't know. Maybe I'll get back into coaching. Well, I'm back into coaching, but maybe I'll, I'll, I'll take a bigger role. I don't know. Anyway, one second. I'll be right back. This part isn't, isn't relevant. Okay, that last little bit there was me leaving the room to take a piss. And apparently... Uh, Alright, can somebody out there give me, a, give me a hint of what's going on with my upstairs bathroom? There's like what amounts to maybe a cup of water in my upstairs toilet bowl. That's all I can get. That's all that comes out. Like, you when you flush and then it refills. It's always like just about a cup. It barely fills up anything. And I, re- I went online and I saw that uh, that's because you probably have too little water in your tank. Well, it's not. It's not in my case because it's up to the fill line. Like, I have enough in the back. I, I don't know what's causing that. Uh, so if somebody out there knows, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Okay, on to the news. That doesn't sound like a typewriter at all. Okay, on to the news. Cosby. We're gonna wake up, and I'm gonna put a thing in your drink, and you're gonna wake up with my penis, and that's just how it is. And then I'm gonna not say that I did anything, and I have a lot of fucking weird eye things going on with my one eye, and that's because I did all the drugs, and I did all the raping, and all, I haven't raped in 30 years, so my one eye turned white with all the semen back in the Put a penis in while you're sleeping. Anyway, Bill Cosby. Uh, sentencing hearing on Monday. We'll begin with testimony about his sex offender evaluation and presumably a fierce debate over whether the 81-year-old actor should be branded a sexually violent predator. Why is that a debate? Why is that a debate? Uh, I think if you sexually assault someone, I think the, uh, 
the assault part of it kind of says violence. Like, nobody's ever been assaulted nicely. I'm going to... I assaulted that guy with a hammer in the face 33 times, but I don't want to be construed as someone who's violent. I, I don't know how it's not considered violent. Like, okay, so we didn't beat the fuck out of her, but if it's an assault, I think you call it violent, right? The stakes are high, according to this article. And given the lifetime counseling, community alerts, and public shaming of the dead... Okay. The designation would trigger public shaming. The guy's 81. Realistically, how long will he have to deal with that? If all these women are correct with what they said, how long? 81 years old. What, he got another 9 years? Another 10 years? Maybe 15, 20? Like, your health was already bad going to the trial, according to some of these articles. Like, I think that's fair enough. Okay, you did all this shit. You're going to have to live 10 to 15 years being looked at like a piece of shit. I think that's fair. Anyway, and it could become evidence and it could become evidence in the defamation lawsuits filed against Cosby's, Cosby by accusers who say he branded them liars when he denied molesting them. Defense lawyers say that the state's latest sex reporting law despite several revisions remain un, remains unconstitutional. Da, 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 da. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is probably this is going to probably be a very important case for sex offender law when it comes up on the appeal. It's an area of law that's just sort of unsettled right now. There's a lot of on appeal. There's a lot up on appeal, but there's a lot that's not decided. Why? Why are people fighting this, dude? If you fucking do this shit, you're a piece of garbage. Like. Okay, I'm not talking about, you know, you go to a party, you're drinking, the girl's drinking, you're smoking, your girl's smoking, like you're all doing some fucked up shit when you're younger, or when you're older, it doesn't matter, and you end up having sex with somebody, and you wake up in the morning and go, ah, God, that was dumb, why did I do that? Like, that's not rape, That. To me, that's just, you made a fucking dumb choice and it happened. I got to live with that. This, where you're putting shit in girls' drinks, women's drinks. But you're putting shit in their drinks and and taking advantage of them. That's, that's, that's another level. That, like, you should be a piece, you should be looked at as a piece of shit. If, if that was my daughter, I don't have kids. But if I had a daughter and that happened to her, I'd want to kill the guy. I, why is this even? Why is this even up for discussion? I once it's proven that he did this beyond a reasonable doubt, which is what court is. What what else is there to say? I don't care how you feel at that point. If there's a hundred percent proof that you did this, you're a piece of shit. That's all it is. And I thought Cos- Cosby as a comedian, I freaking love him as a comedian. His stand-up is amazing. And it's clean and it's funny. Uh, there, there's no arguing that. But in this, you know, as a person, he's a piece of shit. I, I don't know how anybody could have another another view on this. Okay, on on to the next. On on to the next one. On to the next one. On on to the next one. Woman stole ambulance, led cops on chase for 39th arrest since 2013. What did she do? I don't even care. 
I don't even care. She stole an ambulance. I thought she was calling 911 and just riding around in the ambulance. <laughs> an Oregon woman charged with stealing an ambulance last Sunday while paramedics performed CPR on an unconscious woman. Really? Had one question after arrest according to the report. Why did you leave it unlocked? Oh, this is such the women fucking thing. It's not women. It's and look at her, look, dude. You got to go online, dude. Like I'm talking to only men, which I probably am mostly. This woman's face. She is proud of what she did. You got to go on. Uh, I'm on Fox News right now. You got to go on Fox News and look up Christy or Google Christy Lynn Woods. Uh, 37 of Oregon faces 13 charges after stealing an ambulance and leading police on a chase. Why did you leave it unlocked? Like, who does that? I leave my car running going into the freaking grocery store if I'm picking up a few things. That's right. I'm tough. No, I just, what are you going to do? If you steal my car, you want to steal a car, you're going to steal a car, whether it's running or not. According to court documents, Woods drove the ambulance through downtown whatever, then proceeded north, leading police on a high-speed chase for nearly 30 miles, reaching a speed of 85 miles an hour. At one point, Woods struck a police vehicle that was traveling ahead of her in order to divert traffic. The uh, impact totaled the police vehicle and left Oregon State Police with some injuries. Later, Wood drove the ambulance over a strip of spikes set up by police and eventually exited the ambulance at a gas station where she was arrested. It was Wood's eighth arrest this year. Can we just keep her in jail? Why do you need to be arrested eight times in a year before we go, hey, you're a shithead, let's keep you in jail? Why does it take eight times? It should take, okay, three. I'll give you three. I'll give you three. Shrink a beer for the working man. I'll give you three beer. Three beers. I'll give you three arrests a year. First arrest, okay, say you get a DUI, you go to jail. Second arrest, uh, you're trying to go to work and you get caught driving because you shouldn't have a, your license because you had a DUI. Okay, now, next arrest, you're a piece of shit. No matter what it is, I don't care what it is, you have a habit for being involved in the legal system, boom, done. I don't care what it is. Let's see a little more about this broad and what she's done in her life. Woods has booked on 13 charges. We already said that. In February, she was convicted of second-degree disorderly conduct after allegedly trying to hit bar patrons with an alcohol bottle. I don't know that it matters that it was an alcohol bottle. Yelling slurs and kicking out a police officer, according to news, uh, some, uh, the news review. I guess that's a thing. Uh, gentlemen. Anyway, I'd like to look up more of her. Let, let me see if I can find more of her uh, arrest history. What's her name again? Christy Lynn Woods. Alright. Let's Google it. Google.com. Christy. Christy Lynn Woods. Oh, look at that. Steals ambulance. Steals ambulance. Let's look up police record. Police rec record. Record. Okay, let's see what we got. It's just pretty much this ambulance thing. Okay, anyway. Well, she's a dumbass. And so is the Oregon, the Oregon police, because, or the Oregon legal system, because they should have put her away a long, long time ago and not let her get arrested for the eighth time. 
which caused them to lose one of their ambulances and hurt one of their officers. Makes no sense. Five reasons! Five! 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 I'm not going to do that five times. Anyway, five reasons people leave the church. Article about why people leave church. I'll tell you why I leave. I left church. I was... I went through confirmation. Did that whole thing. They brought in... Uh, well, well, our minister was a Maureen Duffy guy. I'll say that again. Our minister was Maureen Duffy Guy. She was a special woman. She looked like Daria, if you remember that MTV or VH1 or whatever it was. Cartoon. She looked exactly like Daria. Same haircut, just they would cut their own hair. It was weird. She was a very nice lady. I think she was way too nice, but she didn't get reality. She didn't get, she didn't reach anybody. She just kind of went up there and did her thing. And, but she didn't connect with anybody, anybody anybody at all in, in the church on a personal level and uh, in confirmation they asked us to bring in a uh, religious song so we could bear for the working man I brought in Nirvana's Jesus don't want me for a sunbeam because that's the only song I knew that mentioned anything religious <laughs> turns out uh, they wanted happy religious songs so I got looked at funny while I played that on, on a boombox back in the day. On cassette. Maybe I'll play it at the end of the show. Great song. Great song. Nirvana covered it in their Unplugged album. Uh, I think it was a Meat Puppets original song. But anyway. And then. Then we had this. Uh, this uh, fasting thing we had to do. And in order to make sure we really fasted. We had to stay overnight at the church. So. And we were allowed to invite a friend. So I invited a friend of mine. And uh, there were also girls in this. And the girls were allowed to invite a friend. So we were separated at night. The boys had to sleep downstairs. And the girls had to sleep upstairs where the actual like church services happened and stuff like that. We slept on this one, like on the floor. And I'm sure they slept on that. Pews. And uh, all of a sudden... There was a rustle in the night. All through the night, not even a... Whatever that thing is, the Christmas thing. All through the night, not even a mouse or some shit. Uh, there, uh, there, became, there, there became quite the tussle in my sleeping bag. And it happened to be one of the dirty, dirty, white trash girls that, uh, that, that was upstairs sleeping and was one of the friends of the girls getting confirmed. And she ended up in my sleeping bag. You know, and I don't want to be rude. So, you know, I, I, I accommodate the young lady, you know, as the gentleman I am. And all of a sudden, whoosh, lights flick on. In come the freaking chaperones. The girls get tossed out. And the, woman, and the one chaperone, who's not much older than me, by the way, goes, Why, why do you like these dirty, why do, you like, why do you want to be with dirty girls like that? And I'm like, duh, they do shit. Hello? I don't, yeah, it's, it, you want to end up with the girl who's nice and like, and like has a good family and, you know, d does all the right things. But while you're young and not ready to settle down, you want the one who doesn't know her father. <laughs> That's kind of the girl you're after. Because, you know, she's just looking for male acceptance. And that's a horrible thing to say. But... That's not how I thought back then either. But 
I'm, I'm, I'm putting my uh, current knowledge into use here. The girls that were like gothy and emo and trashy, oh, I flocked to them at that time. I, I flocked. I flocked. I like I, I if I was out in the woods and I was a turkey and that somebody had dark eyeliner on, it was like and I'd be like, Well, hey, do you like your family? No, okay, I'm here. You know, that's kinda that's kinda how I how I was back then. Anyway, then it came time to be confirmed, and I'm up in the up in the church, and uh, and the minister's going through the line, you know, saying, "Hey, this is what we discovered about Bobby. This is what we discovered about Angie. This is what we discovered about Timmy, and and now here's Justin, and oh, well, I don't really know what to say about him. Well, that looked great in front of my family." Anyway, I, I, think, I just think churches are a big fucking money scam. If you want to believe in, in what they're preaching, believe in it. You don't have to go there to believe in it. If you have relatives in the cemetery, go visit them by all means. But you can worship how you want to worship. You do not have to go to church. You do not have to put money in the collection plate that, by the way, the ministers make like a hundred grand a year tax-free. Well, the church is tax-free anyway. It's horseshit. But that's my opinion. Anyway, five people. What did it say? Where the hell was I? Five reasons people leave church. Let's see if one of them is fingering a girl in the uh, rectory. In the uh, rectory. Many expressions of Christian Christianity are, uh, are flawed. Here are the five reasons people are leaving the church. One, we tell people that the Bible is the basis of Christianity. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. It's a line that many who grew up in the church know by heart, and it's a reflect, and it's a reflect. It reflects a problem in the modern American Christianity. Many of us believe that the Bible is the foundation of our religion. I recently read, okay, I recently read a blog post by a former worship leader who left that who left the faith after she read a book proving, in quotes contradictions in the Bible. Apparently she grew up believing that the foundation of our faith is a non-contradicting book. It's not. Jesus is. When our faith stands on or on anything other than Christ, we put ourselves in other I don't understand that. I don't know what that means. They believe suffering disproves the existence of God. No, I doubt that. They had a bad church experience. Maybe the female did. We're bad at making people feel welcome. I don't think that's it. We make Ecclesia, the church, a building. No. None of those are the reasons. Okay, none of those things I said. Let's go through them again. We tell people the Bible is the basis of Christianity. That's why people leave the church. They believe suffering disproves the existence of God. That's why people leave the church. They had a bad church experience. That's why people leave the church. We're, the church is bad at making people feel welcome. So people leave the church. We make church a building. Okay, first of all, nobody gives a fuck about any of that. Mostly people don't go to church because they think it's a money organization. They see all this bullshit in the news about priests and shit molesting children. They don't want to give up their entire Sunday to go listen to some jackass up there preach about... 
stories in the Bible that they could just read. I, I, think relig- I think religion itself is a good thing. It's a good, it's a good building block for how you should live your life. But I don't think you need to go to church to, to deal with any of that. There's no, I don't have to go sit there. What is the point of singing hymns? Who are we singing to? Holy, holy, holy. What, who are we singing to? Are we, we're, we're singing to ourselves? Like it's just weird sitting there singing to a, like a stained glass window. Who are we singing to? Anyway, and, and we're all horrible. None of us can sing. We're just, I used to sit next to my mother trying to make her laugh while she sang because it was always the same tone. They're, they're, why are we singing in church? Who are we singing to? Anyway, uh, all right, this is a Kavanaugh thing. For No knowledge, but okay. It's Judge Kavanaugh thing online. I'm only going to say this. They're bringing forth witnesses. Uh, the guy is, I wonder how old the guy is. How is, what's his name? Carl. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Okay, Governor. What, what is it? How do you spell his? What's his first name? Brett Kavanaugh. He is 53. If you, They're bringing witnesses from his senior year of high school to say that he sexually assaulted this woman. I don't remember my senior year of high school. Like... I don't remember specific parties from that year and things that happened. Like, how are these people... And and, and I'm only 32. When you're 53, do you remember every little detail of what happened to you in high school? Absolutely not. So what are they trying to get? Witnesses said when he was 17, he... He he tried to stick a pen in his ass to make his orgasm better. Now I, I don't I don't understand what they're trying to get out of these people. As I smash this mic, uh, anyway, another another uh, witness claims they don't have any knowledge of the sexual assault. Anywho, uh, yeah, none of this fucking matters anymore because you didn't like Connor. Anyway, um, all right, people, thank you for listening to the show. That's all we have this week. You're gonna go, aww, it's over already? I really wanted to listen to more of him. I'll tell you people, it's gonna be Sunday. It's Sunday right now. And Jesus doesn't want me for a sunbeam. So before the sun comes out, I'm gonna get the hell off this podcast. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Go Eagles, they're playing the Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz's first game back. Hopefully, we end up with a good win here. One o'clock starts. All right, people, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening to the show. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcast, uh, not Podcast Garden. Fuck them. I remember that from the old show. Screw Podcast Garden. Podbean in the hood. And uh, enjoy your weekend. I'll play some song at the end of this show. Instagram. Don't forget Instagram, the I'm Just Saying Show. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. Hey, sorry, it's actually the Vaselines. Yeah, it's me back. It's actually the Vaselines that sang this song. And here's their version of... This the one for Anyway, enjoy your weekend. Later!
Thank you.